I'm Devin O'Day. Welcome to this episode of Main Street Today, where we will feel good and get better in a Lebanon salt therapy room. We're going to learn about free tuition, college tuition, for not only new graduates in Tennessee, but what about those of you who never got that degree, but you find yourself with a little extra time? Ball State has something great to offer you, plus music that will have you honky-tonk dancing in your car as you listen. From hillbilly singer Scott Southworth, don't forget to subscribe to these shows, and we love it when you share. There is a science behind salt. Salt rooms, salt therapy, salt lamps. And for years, it was a destination spa vacation for high-dollar budgets only. But Sabrina Keener of Be Still and Breathe Salt and Wellness Center has brought the technology and her knowledge to Lebanon, Tennessee. And in this episode, she shares not only her salty wisdom, but infrared sauna, floating, detoxing foot baths at affordable prices so anyone can be healthier. This is Feel Good, Get Better, and I'm Devin O'Day. Be Still and Breathe Salt Wellness Center. What was the calling that made you open this? I know you, and I know that it was a calling. It wasn't just, I want to start a small business. A lot of it's first for my love for people to be well. Um, I had a mother that was sick her entire life before she passed away, which she has been gone for over 20 years. So I lost her at a very young age. And I had told her when I was young that anywhere from six or eight years old, I don't recall how old I was, but I would say when I grow up, I'm going to help you get better because I want her to be better. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Then I also had um, some friends that have children. They have four children and three of them out of the four had cystic fibrosis. And so they're the ones who kind of introduced me to salt therapy and I was floored by it and decided that that's what I was going to do. And it took me about eight, eight to nine years before I actually did it. I would just say, Oh, I'm going to open one of those one day. I'm going to open one of those one day. And then nine years later I did and not realizing that the connection with me doing this was actually the promise to my mom. So I couldn't help her, but I could help people like her. This place has all sorts of different modes of therapy and the, or the word is modalities. Mm -hmm. And I've done two. I've done two, but first let's start with the big room. It's like a big salt beach. When we first started out, we started with three salt rooms, and um, we have an adult, two adult salt rooms. One is a larger room, which is 45 minutes of salt therapy. Um, I can fit up to um, eight people in that one. A lot of times I just run it for one. Just depends on the time frame that someone has. And then we have the second private room, which is for one person only or two if someone brings someone with them. That is also turned now into a massage room as well. So we can offer massage in that room and not do salt sessions that day and offer massage with salt which is a, an amazing pairing of the two. And then um, it's also a great room for people with skin conditions because salt's very good for skin um, conditions. So if someone needs skin therapy for that, like eczema, psoriasis, dermatitis, or even severe acne, they can go into that private room. And then we have the kids' room, which is a wellness playroom. So they can play and have inside voices, but yet play and talk to their mom and, or dad or you know grandmother, whoever brought them, and they can actually 
dig in the salt and play and have the salt dispersed into the room. So those are our three salt rooms, and that's what, how we started out. Let's talk. Everybody's seen the detoxing pads that you put on your feet or you stick your foot in something for detoxing. You actually have a special detoxing for your feet here. That was one thing we added. It is a detoxification. It's an ionic detox foot bath. And how that works is there's a machine that actually creates, kind of sounds crazy, but a small bit of current into the water, which creates a negative ion. And then salt water is added into that foot basin where you put your feet in and you have a 30 minute session. And what that does is produce a negative ion, which is absorbed through the feet because the feet has the most pores of the body and the largest pores. So it does get absorbed into the body and helps break up toxins in the body for your body to release. You will release even more after the session by drinking lots of water through urination or sweating. And so it just helps to be have a really good kickstart for the body to break up inflammation and detox actually the whole body. So that's, it's a really neat thing to try. There are studios around town and you see the word float. You have a float studio here in your, in your business. Yes. So that was another thing that we added. <laughs> Just kept going. So we added a float room and most float therapy places offer flotation therapy, which you're kind of enclosed. They have what they call either tanks or pods that you can leave open, but you're still kind of in a small space or you enclose yourself. I chose to go because we only had one space to put it. I chose to do what is a new version of that called an open float, which means it's like this massive large tub that gives you the same benefit as enclosure, but without the claustrophobic feeling. And what float therapy is, is where you have 200 gallons of water. It's only 11 inches deep, but it has a thousand pounds of Epsom salt. So it's two times as dense as what the Dead Sea is. And it allows you to float. So basically takes the gravity away from your body without any effort. There's a lot of amazing benefits to that, which is on our website. <laughs> so, which is our website? You can get through it two ways. You can go through saltywellness.com um, or be still and breathe salt wellness center.com. It's a long, that's a longer version. So, either one will get you to the website. There are a lot of salt lamps, and we've seen salt lamps for years. You know, it is not just about decor, they actually have a benefit. But let's talk about the benefit of salt therapy. Okay. Salt therapy, the benefits in salt therapy in our, in our salt rooms are many. One of the major components of that, most people will come for respiratory, upper and lower sinuses in your lungs. Um, it's amazing for allergies, which we live in an allergy bowl here in Tennessee. Anybody moving out of state into our state <laughs> suffers severely, and those who live here still have issues with it at certain times of the year. So it's really good for that. It's good for anything from asthma, emphysema, COPD, bronchitis, any respiratory. And right now with what things have been going on, respiratory health is a must. It's very good for, like I said, cleansing the sinus area cavity, cleansing the lungs. It's highly anti-inflammatory, highly antibacterial, highly antifungal, microbial. It's very good to boost the immune system. And and it's very good for skin conditions, as we spoke about earlier, and it's good for stress, sleep, and anxiety. So if people have sleep issues, 
they'll tell me they have a, a really good night's sleep afterwards. So then we offer salt lamps in our facility where we sell. A lot of people have a little bit of a misconception that salt lamps do disperse salt into the air, but they actually do not. They draw moisture to them. So if there's a lot of moisture in your house, you're going to know it because they'll weep, they'll cry if they're a true, because um, you know you know how people will put salt, uh, rice and salt shakers because of the moisture? Well, that's what a salt lamp will do. So it'll draw, draws the moisture into the them and it omits the negative ions that we spoke about which dust is actually a positive ion and the salt lamps are negative ions so therefore it attaches to the dust and helps cleanse the air and with the negative ions it helps balance the body so it does help people sleep better it does help people with allergies it doesn't replace a salt therapy session by any means but it people do love them and use them in their homes best place is a is in the bedroom I have missed you because spas had to close down. It's amazing just what one session back has made me feel like. And I do, like you said, the breathing exercise, the breathing very deep when you're in there in the therapy room. All of a sudden, I I feel better. It starts happening really quickly. I suffer from allergies really bad, and so you were closed during my really worst time. Unfortunately, yes, and for many people. People are still dealing with the allergies. They are coming in, and we've, we have put into place, obviously, safety standards, limiting the amount of people in our facility and in the room. We also have a ventilation system, too. After we do a salt session, we vent the rooms before someone else goes in. So we pull the air out and get it outside. And so the, the air is cleansing anyways from the salt, but you know, we have the fresh air and we, we um, circulate that. But most people, again, just within one session, they feel calm because of the negative ion charge that's being pushed into the room that they're absorbing. I encourage people to look up negative ions and positive ions. You'll receive those from the ocean and the waterfalls. And that's why when you go to those, you feel so calm and just chill is because all those negative ions, because we're getting the positive ions from the electronics and everything else that we're around. So the negative ions really helps the calmness in you, kind of reboots you, kind of makes you feel just chill. And then you're um, breathing in that salt that, and it's a microparticle, the machine grinds it into microparticles like a dusting. And so when you're breathing in those microparticles, they're getting deep into the lungs, acts like a toothbrush, so it's dislodging any type of pollen or anything that you've got in the nasal cavity that's creating your problems and also getting down into the lungs. And what that's doing for you is it's opening up the lungs for better oxygen exchange. So when you have, what happens when you have better oxygen exchange? You have energy, you feel better because you're breathing deeper, you're breathing better, it's opening you up, you're, you're feeling better because you're breathing better than you were. Thank you, Sabrina, for your time. SaltyWellness.com. Be still and breathe. You can find Sabrina on Facebook, and it's definitely worth the drive. Massage therapy is also on the wellness menu, too. The name is also great advice. Be still and breathe. Volunteer State Community College in Gallatin, Tennessee is a real educational find. If you're interested in free tuition, a degree in a career track where people are actually hiring, and both virtual and in-classroom opportunities this fall, College President Dr. Jerry Faulkner has some exciting plans. But first, let's hear from the students. This is my first day. Do you need help finding a class? Are you good? I'm a student at Vile State Community College. This is starting my second year. Did I play baseball? Well, I wasn't the greatest student in high school. My goal is to become a surgeon. 
all the players that were drafted from here to the pros. Cause that's something I've always dreamed of when I was little. Welcome to Ball State. 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 Welcome to the 2020 Spring Commencement Program of Volunteer State Community College. Normally, this ceremony would be held in our Pickle Field House with 3,500 people in attendance. Instead, we are celebrating virtually. We knew we had to cancel our in-person graduation for safety's sake. It was a difficult decision for me personally because graduation is one of the favorite things about being a college president. But we also decided we must do something to honor this important date for our graduates. Uh, actually, in March, in the midst of all of the COVID-19 stuff that was going on got really good news that we had been named by a national organization as the seventh best community college in the United States for online education. And of course, there's a little over 1,100 community college, so seven out of 1,100 is pretty good. That's huge. Coming up in August is a new semester, a new fall semester. How do we handle that? You know, we want to fulfill our mission of offering quality educational opportunities to the citizens here in 11 counties of North Middle Tennessee. But we also have to make the priority the health and safety of our college community. And so we've made the decision that for this fall semester, we will have some on-ground classes, those kinds of classes that have a high hands-on component. Mm -hmm. But the majority of our classes will be offered either online uh, or what we're calling virtual. Did you already have a lot of the vehicle for online already in place? Yes, we were fortunate in that a large number of our teachers were already teaching online or using the platform to support their on-ground classes. We extended spring break by a week in order to give our faculty time to make those accommodations. And by all accounts, we responded well. We carefully tracked the class withdrawals and total withdrawals from the college following that changeover. And actually, the number of withdrawals this spring was less than the number of withdrawals last spring. We were able to serve our students well during this, this eventful time. I think with kids now, we have an entire generation of people that have dealt with virtual everything since birth. At this point, technology doesn't scare any of them, and actually they might wrap around it, and that seems to be proving true. Yes, we, you know, we find that students are adaptable to the use of technology. There are those students that feel more comfortable in an on-ground situation, and so we've stepped up our efforts to try to engage those students and have more personal contact even though it's by email or phone or, or some other technology method, to be sure to provide the support that those students need to be successful. I saw when I was driving in a sign about some of the free tuition programs that really, if you're in the state of Tennessee, we have really given a leg up for beginning higher education. The Tennessee Promise Program, the first group to take advantage of that, came to us in the fall of 2015. And this is the tuition-free opportunity for students that have just graduated. I would take this opportunity. We've heard a lot about maybe students are thinking of taking a gap year mm -hmm. between high school and college. And I do want to remind those folks that should they decide to do that, they would no longer be eligible for the Tennessee Promise. So please carefully consider that. And then fall of 2018 was the first group that came to us taking advantage of the Tennessee Reconnect, 
which is also a tuition-free opportunity for non-traditional students that don't already have a college degree. And we think that's going to be very important this fall because of those folks that have been displaced from their employment or disrupted, or they're just seeing that the career path that they're on now is not really stable. They can come back to Volunteer State tuition-free under the Tennessee Reconnect program. How would they find information about Tennessee Reconnect? We have uh, abundant resources on our webpage, www.volstate.edu, and that would be a good place to start to get the information. We do have an office for Tennessee Reconnect folks. We do have an office of adult and VA learners, and so they can reach out to that office as well. And so we'll respond to emails or phone calls uh, to provide all the assistance we can to help students. Are there some things that Ball State is really pulling heavily for? Is it medical? Is it computer science? What are the big pulls for Ball State? More and more people are seeing college as a pathway to a career. And so Vol State has always been known for our health science career programs. We have about 14 different opportunities for certificates or degrees that lead to a good job in the healthcare field. A year ago, we added nursing as an opportunity as well, an associate degree, RN degree. But over the last year, we've also really been ramping up our efforts in business and technology. And so we are now offering Associates of Applied Science degrees in computer information technology and things like networking and cybersecurity, high demand fields where students can get really good paying jobs. A couple of years ago, brought to our Gallatin campus a degree program in mechatronics. If you make it, move it, or manage it using automated controls, you need somebody with mechatronic skills. And so we've had great success with that program and, and job placement out of students in that program as well. If there were a kid listening or the parent of a child or someone who's always had an interest in that, pay attention to what your kids do if they draw things or they work on things all the time, and maybe instead of a quote-unquote engineering degree, this sounds like something really interesting for those kids. Oh, absolutely. And with a two-year degree, they can get a really high-paying job. Sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 is not unusual. But it does open the doorway if they want to go on to a bachelor's degree in mechatronics. We have a relationship with Austin P. State University and with Middle Tennessee State University that would allow those students to go on and become people that not only install and maintain and care for those kinds of systems, but people that design and create those kinds of automated systems. Let's talk about the entertainment media program. Well, it's been around uh, about five years now, but it continues to grow. There are four different tracks, the music production track, how to run a studio and produce music. There's the business, how to make a business plan. There's the social media part of it, and there's the video part of it. And then we just recently added a concentration in digital radio. And so for the Capstone Project, students in these five tracks come together. We actually sign an artist to a recording contract. They make a three-song CD. They put together a business plan. They put together a music video. They put together a social media presence. And then through relationships that we have on Music Row, the students go down to Music Row and present their artist to executives from Music Row. And they've been so impressed down there with the program that they actually established two scholarships to support students that are pursuing this entertainment uh, entertainment media technology program. 
We're trying to in- incorporate as much work-based learning as we can across the spectrum to give our students that real-world experience. What brought you to this? I did not start out with the idea of becoming a college president. I actually did not even start out with the idea of becoming a college teacher. But uh, as I progressed in my own higher education, I frankly was not a very good student and dropped out of college for a period of 10 years and worked in business. And uh, one day woke up and found that all I was getting out of life was a, was a paycheck and an ulcer and determined that the way to, to do something about that was to go back and finish my college degree. And so I returned at the age of 30 to complete my college degree with the aspiration to be a high school biology teacher. And the small college I graduated from offered me a position on the staff of the college as a lab tech preparing the laboratories for teachers, but also an offer that if I would work on my master's degree, they would let me uh, become a member of the faculty to become a college teacher. And so that's what I did. And uh, I, I taught for many years in the college classroom and still greatly miss that, but also saw the opportunity to make a larger contribution by by being in administration, and so uh, became a department chair and then a vice president for academic affairs. A little over eight years ago, this opportunity opened, and I was fortunate to be selected to be the president of Vol State. I love that story, and there's a lot of hope out there because I think there are a lot of people, someone labeled them somewhere along the way, you're not college material. With this ReConnect program, it is a perfect time to say, you know what, I can be college material now. And uh, when people are coming back, you are going to be doing some in-class studies in the fall. So when people come back, will it be a mandatory mask? Yes, we're going to observe all of the the Center for Disease Control recommendations. Uh, A mask is required at all times when people are on campus. We have created an online screening form. You have to go online and and answer those questions about have you been exposed? Have you had a fever? Have you had a recent loss of taste and smell? And then once you submit that form, you will get an email back that says you are cleared to come on campus. Then we will be observing social distancing and providing hand sanitizer and those sorts of things. But we want our, our campus community to be a safe place where both students and employees of the college can feel that, that they're in a good place. Your janitorial staff, they're going to be working triple time. Absolutely. Uh, all of our custodial staff has gone through trainings to be sure they understand how to properly clean and disinfect surfaces. And we're going to be ramping up the cleaning that we would normally do in terms of revisiting doorknobs and, and uh, those sorts of commonly touched places multiple times throughout the day. Well, you certainly thought ahead to get great looking face masks that save all state. <laughs> well, thank thank you very much. Yeah, we saw an opportunity to brand ourselves a little bit and put that information out. But also, again, to encourage people, as you know, you're sitting here with a face mm-hmm. mask on as well, and they're hot and uncomfortable and they fog up your glasses, but it's a small thing that we can do to not only protect ourselves, but protect other members of the community. One of our core values here at the college is that we're all a community, that we're members of a community, not just the 11 counties that we serve, but the college community where we work. And so as a member of the community, we have to care about each other and support each other. Volunteer State Community College, Gallatin, Tennessee. Reach them for information at volstate.edu. 
I'm Devin O'Day. Remember when country music made you want to laugh or cry or dance in the kitchen with your wife of over 20 years? Scott Southworth sings about honky-tonks and critters and old bones in his brand new album of contagiously danceable songs. His last album, Hey Hill Billy Singer, won him accolades and devoted fans, and you'll keep getting more with these old bones. It will have you feeling anything, anything but old. Hello there. My old friend swore I'd never be back here again, but my baby found another man. So where else would I be but where those steel guitars and broken hearts are played all night long? Where they pour lonely by the double to an old Keith Whitley song. The lights are dim and drunk and promises are all believed. It's steel guitars. And broken hearts for me. Hey Scott, how are you? Hello, my friend. I'm great. I am so good. Your story is so inspiring. It's happened differently than it has for some people who come to Nashville. Yeah, I was certainly late in the game. <laughs> I moved here 16 years ago, came in to be a songwriter. I started working with ASCAP with Chad Green. And, you know, Chad really understood the business and he, he saw the direction that everything was going. You know, I'd, I'd bring him my demos and he goes, who's singing that though? I said, oh, that's, that's just me. And he goes, Scott, you got to be singing your own stuff. You got to, you just need to sing it. And I go, well, yeah, because, because that's what the world wants is a 40 year old artist out there. Nobody wants that. But he kept telling me I should just do it on my own. And the years went by and my first traditional album, Devin, The Last Honky Tonk in Town, that was a 10-year project. Every year when, you know, I'm, I'm writing songs trying to get on the radio. You know, I was writing rap. I was writing just stuff that, and it certainly wasn't anything I really liked. But once a year, I'd use some of my demo budget to record something that I wanted to hear. Something with, with pedal steel and, and fiddle and n no drum loops, an actual drummer. And after 10 years, I had enough to put out a traditional country CD. And I'd never even thought of that, but I looked and I said, oh, look at that. I got enough. Why not? I'll put it out there. They went nuts for it in Europe. And so at that time I was 50 years old and at 50, I became a top 30 recording artist in several European countries. And, and I've toured in Switzerland and Germany and France England, Ireland, Norway, and headline festivals, and, and I'm having the time of my life, and I'm playing the music that I love and that I want to play. So how can you beat that? Hey, hey, Billy Singer, sing me a song about a cold-hearted woman done a good man wrong. Here's a 20 in the bucket, keep the saddens coming, I'll fill it up all night long. I need a beer-drinking girl, cheating, tear-weeping, bro. If I'm traveling on my own, Devin, if a lot of these trips I'll take, I'll take family members with me, but I've, I've taken just as many 
by myself. And when I'm doing that, I prefer to couch surf. I'm, I'm out touring, but I'm staying on people's couches and that allows me to hang out with them at night and drink some Guinness or some whiskey with them and just visit. For me, that's my favorite way to travel because, um, you know, a holiday ends a holiday end, but to get to hang out with people and have breakfast with them and just tell stories is, is priceless. And you're a brave sort to do that. But I bet that the blessings have been as great as what your courage has been because the stories and when we follow you on social media, they've been so beautiful. Yeah, I don't think it's as brave as it sounds because most of the time it's been DJs in a, in a certain area or magazine editors or people that are also followers of this music that have invited me to stay with them. I'm not going to the gig asking somebody to take me home. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a lost puppy. You're a guest. I'm not a lost puppy, no. A critic gonna crawl where it's dark and dang. Shrimp gonna fall, skunk gonna stink. Oh, hound dog gonna howl at the moon. Firefly light up every night in June. Critic gonna crawl and I'm gonna fall for you. Kid gonna fiddle, froggy gonna croak, armadillo in the middle, a porcupine gonna poke. Well, you never seen a horse like a Tennessee stud, catfish gonna swim Mississippi mud, critic gonna crawl and I'm gonna fall for you. When it comes to what'll happen in between me and you, nature gonna do what nature gonna do. Sneak into a chicken pan Fox gonna sneak in a chicken pan hey! You might call me fossil Relic past my prime But my baby likes the way These old bones take their time They're what God gave me to work with So until he calls me home these old yeah. Woo. I wrote that with Rick Stewart, who for many years ran the weekend songwriter nights there at the Commodore Grill. And one day we were talking about just how, you know, once we crossed over a certain age and once we crossed over 50, uh, you know, all of a sudden the knees are popping a little more and, and everything's cracking. And if I go out and have a few drinks the next day, I really regret it. And so we were just chatting about that because we're both in that area. And he said, man, Scott, he goes, I've done a lot of things. I've been a lot of places, but I ain't never been this old before. And I almost stopped the car, but I said, Rick, there's the song. That's the song we're going to write right there. And we held on to it for about two years. Every morning I was getting up and I'd always stretch and pop and crack. And I'd always say, oh, these old bones. And then one day what Rick said and what I said, they just kind of melded and I drove to his house and we wrapped up a song pretty quick. It's a fun song. The first time I played it, I played it at the Commodore and there was a guy in his 80s in the audience and and halfway through he started dancing. He got up and started dancing up and down the aisles of the Commodore and and like pointing his walking stick at me. I was singing his song. <laughs> hey! These old bones. Yeah. 
When Shania Twain is the cover of AARP's magazine, we get to sing about it. I, I want to write about things that, that are real. At, at my age, if I'm singing about girls at the bonfire shaking their sugar makers or whatever they call it, whatever, however they say that, all I am is the creepy guy at the bonfire that nobody can figure out who invited him. I thank God for those two kids we made. They grew up and moved away. And I pray for them every day. And so it goes, I suppose. If I die before I wake and my last race is run, it's been a good ride, I'm satisfied. If all I do is all I've done, if all I do is all I've done, oh, if all I do is all I've done. And I want to talk about how long you and Jen have been married. We have been married for 28 years. It's funny you say that. Somebody that I, I known for quite a while, I won't, I won't say who, but he's a, he's a very good song, great songwriter. He, he's commented on some of my stuff in the past and said, man, I, I love your stuff and it sounds good and everything, but, but it just isn't authentic to me because I know you're not out there drinking all the time and you're not brokenhearted and you're not sad. And, you know, you've been married for, for all this time. I, I know your wife. And I had to explain to him that, you know, I don't necessarily write everything in my life, but I did spend a lot of time singing in bars and I saw a lot of this stuff going on and uh, I just put myself into those situations um, but no, we've been married for 28 years. We have two grown children. I met her in Oregon. Uh, we got married in Oregon. We lived in California for many years and then uh, moved here. And she's a wonderful support. <laughs> and she just is very nonplussed with everything, although she does like to travel. But all the rest of it, she just, uh, as far as me and music, she just kind of shakes her head and says, you know, that's fine. Go clean the cat box. I drink more than I order, more often than not. I don't save my money, so I ain't got a lot. I'm quick to piss off and slow letting go of a grudge. But I've got a good woman's love. I like eating junk food and hate to work out Argue about stuff I know nothing about I bet you I'd let you down when push comes to shove But I've got a good woman's love I'm living proof the karma's the truth Look at this good love I had I must have done something good In a past life Or she must have been real bad
I do all my albums on my own. I don't crowdsource. I don't look for people to fund. I, I use my gigs to pay for my albums, and that's kind of how I do things. You're never wrong, and I'm always right. Put two alley cats together, you're just itching for a fight. Nothing but trouble, woman like you, loving a man like me. Batter up, take a swing. Let's agree to disagree. The idea for this song, and I've seen this so many times when I used to play out in the bars, people that were just horrible for each other. They just weren't a good match, but maybe in, an, in another aspect, they were a great match. And so that's kind of the idea of this song is, what if you're terrible for each other, but boy, there's a spark between you. And so you, you ignore all the bad stuff just because you want to go ahead and, and enjoy the spark. I'll tell you, Devin, it took me two years to find the right female to sing that with me. I, I had found Jill Kinsey, who's a wonderful songwriter and, and a recording artist in her own right. I found her at the Pensacola Songwriters Festival. And then we ran into each other again and actually got to perform together at the Frank Brown Festival this last November. Once I got to be on stage with her and we were laughing and she just has such a personality to her that I, I just knew that that's who I wanted to record this song with. You got a word, quota, baby. You're about to talk me to death. If you said anything worth a dang, I ain't heard it yet. Oh, just shut your mouth and we'll get along perfectly. I have lots to say. <laughs> I ain't scared. I double dare ya. Let's agree to disagree. We argue in the kitchen, rumble down the hall, make it to the bedroom. It's a free. With your mother The only thing in common Is we're awful for each other Buckle up, baby We might be falling into World War III I ain't scared I double dare you Let's agree to disagree <laughs> Oh, let's walk it now You can't break my honky-tonk heart It was torn to shreds before you ever stepped into this bar Some other woman broke it first Now I keep it too numb to hurt You can't break my honky-tonk heart if I can, before, before we go, I had more co-writes on this album than, than anything I've done ever. And I had uh, Jason Corson, Hino Muller, you know Hino, uh, Jeff Hudson, uh, you know Bill White. Bill White wrote Lester Break with me. Uh, like I said, Chad Green, Jan Buckingham, who wrote uh, Cleopatra, Queen of Denial, Jim Brantley Mar Martin, and Rick Stewart. Uh, there was just an awful lot of co-writing happening during this album. So it was 
that was a, a fun thing. I, I tend to do a lot of it by myself because I, I do most of my writing in the shower. So it's hard to find people to write with me. You're like that song stuck all day in my head won't go away. It ain't easy leaving you. I pack my bag hundred times and my feel of all your lines. It ain't easy leaving you. Cause when you call me baby, I'm falling again. You're a broken heart guarantee. You're holding every card, It's not been unusual for me to, to run through the house soapy to get to the office <laughs> to, to work on something really quick. And, and, you know, my wife just rolls her eyes. It's a lot easier to do that now that all the kids have moved out. Well, now bear just gets me fatter. Vodka makes me mean. Tequila gets me naked. And that no one needs to see. Don't be a wild turkey and leave me just a trickle. Got help the knife that come between me and my dickle. Hey now, y'all, that's a near ride. Don't be such a stickler. Pour a little more than I can chuck it brown liquor. Sunny, yeah. Yeah. Sunny, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a beep, a doodly dump, beep, beep, Devin O'Day. Scott's music can be found at scottsouthworth.com. I dare you not to dance and maybe even polish a buckle or two. Thank you so much for listening to this edition. I'm Devin O'Day and I sure hope that you'll share this on your pages. We're on Facebook, Main Street Today, and Instagram, Main Street Today Radio. Click like, subscribe, and don't forget to share. <laughs>